to the Creative Moment, episode three. We're keeping on our schedule, hoping to keep that consistency. <laughs> uh, I'm Dante Bullhauer. Jamie Bullhauer. And the Creative Moment is a podcast where we talk creativity, how it works into our lives. He's a poet, I'm a photographer, so we're both very involved in a creative world, but in a very different realm. And so here we are, episode three. Today we're cracking open the new flavor Tropical Dreamer <laughs> that released on May 9th. I even have the koozie to show it. Yeah, I and don't have that koozie. No, they only sent me one. Okay. But I might I might be down in two today. This is the first time on this show that this will be the first bubbler of the day that I've consumed. So we'll see. How, we'll see how this goes. Yeah, this might be a rough episode. Yes, then. I'm sunburned <laughs> and bubblerless. So supposed to put on your sunscreen no that's no (laughs) so challenges whether it's an instagram challenge whether it's just something you kind of find a hashtag for or something that you do yourself i think challenges are a great way to enhance or maybe kind of get outside that comfort zone that we talked about in last episode about just kind of stretching that creativity and stretching what you think is in your capability, your realm of capabilities within the creative world. And you do a lot of year long (laughs) challenges. I do all kinds of challenges actually, yeah. Probably take a lot of (laughs) discipline. And so I'll go ahead and let you talk about, I know of two off the top of my head of of year long challenges that you've done. So I'll just let you kind of describe that. Well, so I'm thinking about uh, that aspect. Ironically, I've done the photo a day challenge uh, twice. I've done that one twice. Um, I've actually also done a couple of photography challenges that go uh, for a month. Um, The year long photo a day challenge is actually obviously a a challenge um, because there's no rules or anything. It's just posting a, a photo every single day, making sure you take a photo every day. Um, But sometimes it's actually, hey, train. Actually kind of fun because as a a teacher and stuff, I'll be like, oh, hey, can I use this for my photo of the day? Um, When we're doing something in the classroom, um, it's the hard part is to remember um, to take the, the photo because sometimes just as every, everyday life um, gets really busy, um, things like that. Um, April, though, and more in my realm, Oprah, uh, April was uh, uh, National Poetry Month, and um, there's obviously a challenge that goes with that to write a poem um, every day. And I use Writer's Digest uh, for the last couple of years. I've done that because they they at least provide a prompt and so it gives you an idea um, and I, uh, to work with. I added, especially this year, I added my own twist to it and I wrote it in a different poetic form every day on top of, of that. Um, but one of the hard challenges, some of the ideas of challenges though came when you were trying to do the Instagram like color thing. Yeah, so I did. It, it was kind of a challenge. It's my favorite photographer is Peter McKinnon. He's like a YouTuber, photographer, filmmaker. And he, on his Instagram grid, if you go look at it, I'll, 
pop it up. It is all the colors seem to flow through the seasons and all his grid basically like matches. It has the same theme. And so like through the winter, you'll see a lot of whites and oranges. And then the fall, you'll see those oranges shine through, but it's obviously more of a fall theme. Summer, he gets into greens and blues. And then, it, you know, as the seasons progress, it just goes right into that, uh, those different colors and things. So I did that for a little bit. It is hard when you have not been a photographer for as long as he has. He has a lot more archives to dig into if he needs a photo. But it, I think, and this is something I think you can speak to with the uh, different forms every day. With the seasons changing, you somewhat have to adjust to a certain certain rules, certain technical like specifics that you have to adhere to. Like I, I can't be posting someone on a jet ski in the middle of December because it just wouldn't fit the grid. And then Peter also dives deeper into it where he goes, there's too much negative space in these three photos. I need to have something that fills up some of that space in my next photo. Maybe it's a busy landscape, a cityscape, something like that. And so that's more of a, just kind of a challenge that you can write your own rules to. But I think adding kind of some of those specifics and some of those those different rules that you put on yourself really helps you just dive more into, hey, I need to get a snowy photo today. It's not snowing. How can I get kind of a, a wintry feel with, you know, it's a street or some, how do I make a cold photo when there's no snow, it's not Christmas time, something like that. And so I wanna hear from you on how, like what does that do for you when you're doing a different form of poetry every day? Because it's gotta be difficult with some poems that, or some forms that you maybe have never written before. Yeah, as you were talking about, cause I actually tried to do the color grid. Is that the, yep. I couldn't do it. I just, I couldn't do it. Cause that's, I could, I could take a photo every day. Some of them are kind of fun. You know, some of them were just like, that's, that comfort zone, that was my skill level. I tried to do the color, couldn't do it. Just, I was like this, I don't even know what I'm doing. Um, so I just gave up on trying to create that cool grid, but that kind of shows what a challenge does. It strengthens your skill set, but also allows you at the same time to step out, uh, expand your knowledge base of understanding technical aspects, um, in my case, like, uh, poetic forms um, and this month uh, in April I tried to use some forms I had never written before in um, and so I spend more time writing the poem I get the idea down and everything but then I have to study the rules and I gotta understand the rhyme scheme or the syllable count or um, the sometimes it's even a form can actually even deal with subject matter like haikus always are supposed to have a season word in them okay and I know that you know to a degree everyday people they you know the haiku is just the five seven rule something like no there's actually deeper rules for that and so it builds on what I know but then challenges my skill set to produce it correctly um and i think coming up with or following 
challenges and stuff like that that fit in your skill set because again I can't do all the photography ones I can take a photo every day you know uh, with that but I don't I do not have the skill set for something along that line of the color grid on Instagram you know um, so one way that I think challenges are good is to if you're feeling like you're in a funk you're like okay i don't feel like i've grown much or anything you know there is you can find all kinds of hashtags to follow um different challenges posted um on different social media sites or even on the web and you know get into it you know follow through because that's the other hard part is you know making sure that you follow through that's something i wanted to ask you about so you do the very short story hashtag on Instagram, VSS365. Yeah. And you have to have, just like I talked, the photo challenge, you have to have discipline to be able to execute on that. And so what kind of, has it sparked your creativity more? Or what, have you noticed a difference in having to come up with, you know, a short story, fit it all into a tweet based on just this one word? every single day having to come up with an idea being given your prompt is just a single word yeah um that challenge and it's not really a challenge challenge in that sense like there are no rules or anything besides here here's the word you're supposed to use in it because if i if i miss a day I, i miss a day um but i've been working really hard especially since we've been starting this podcast and doing those things of like okay i need to do this um and some days like i can come up with a a clever story right away as i'm drinking my coffee in the morning but today today's uh story didn't get written um until i actually thought about it for for a couple hours i was just like okay i and i try you know to come up with something um a little bit different with the use of the word uh not that you know, you can't come up with all kinds, but I try to also write in different genres. So I've got stories that are the horror genre. I've got stories that are kind of romantic. You know, I've got stories of just parents, mm-hmm. you know, and so I'll be thinking, okay, I haven't really written anything scary. So I'm going to go ahead and try to do that with this word no matter what. And sometimes they're really good and other times, you know, they get like three likes. <laughs> You know, so as a part uh, of that, but the creativity part, I think, is uh, good for for my brain, for my my spirit, in a sense. You know, it's like, okay, got that, you know, and, and you know, as we talked about last podcast, you know, we do, we do like to see that people read it. We do like having the retweets and stuff. So, you know, when you get that feedback right away too that hey this was kind of a good story it's like cool yeah so when i first started photography when i first got that camera i think you showed me this like 30 day challenge and it was essentially take a photo today that exemplifies the rule of thirds or take a photo today that has leading lines in it and as a beginner for me that was something that really helped me not only just grow but learn the technical skills of photography like i was like leading lines i don't even know what that is (laughs) so i had to look it up 
find ideas and then i ended up taking a picture of some train tracks because the the leading lines yeah kind of like, the okay, one I point i remember that one yeah. yeah the one point drawings that we all used to do with yeah. the, the train tracks and then for rule of thirds i took a picture of uh i think my basketball shoes i was standing in a gym and the shoe was right at the intersection of that bottom left lower third and so that the photos were not the best photos that I've ever taken that exemplify the rule of thirds or leading lines or whatever, but they helped me learn what they are and how to look for them just in the world. Like I know there's leading lines in streets and stuff and different things like that. And I know if I shoot a photo this way and give the subject looking room so that they're looking off into most of the photo, then that's going to be more appealing than if they're all the way shoved over looking basically at the edge of the screen. And so that 30 day challenge that I did really just kind of helped me learn what photography was. And even I, maybe if I did it today, I would still learn something that maybe I'd forgotten about or hadn't seen yet. And so I think challenges are a great way to just maybe dust off some old skills or, or learn new skills that you may have not known before. Yeah. I know actually that leading line, like for whatever reason, remember the, I think it was Carney kid at the free throw line all by like you can't mm-hmm. see anybody else yeah he was shooting a technical the foul, foul free throw so he's the only person he's on the only court. Per- but at least like the 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 gym floor and every, like at least him being just by mm-hmm. himself in this um you know and yeah like that photo uh, a rookie that probably wouldn't have looked the same as compared to understanding yeah the composition of how that that goes yep so if you're feeling like you're at top of your game, I still say you should try out a challenge. And kill if, it, just yep, kill it. Yep, and if you're feeling like in a creative funk, hey, do a challenge, you know? Um, and they're actually fun. They give you a little bit of sense of discipline, um, you know, things like that. Uh, so I think challenges are just one of the, uh, the tools you can use um, for your creativity. Yep, you know? and even just, you mention it the discipline of having to do something whether it's every week every day every month sets that precedent so that maybe when you're done with the challenge you'll still exercise that creativity out because you'll have made a habit of okay every day i'm drinking my coffee i'm going to figure out what my very short story is things like that yeah. so that something that can apply you know after you should do the photo a day for a year i would <laughs> never be able to I mean, I would be able to take a photo. I'll, I'll think, think about, about it. it. Okay, we'll see. We might have we'll, another day. We'll see if I get a photo a day challenge and, and see how that turns out. But um, I'm done with my first bubbler, so I feel like we can segue into topic number two with the cracking open of my second. So probably gonna have to go to the bathroom so, after this episode. Yeah. So the second topic uh, um, is dealing with kind of the negativity. With haters. <laughs> People that hate your stuff. Well, and not just, so even with, uh, even for my books and stuff like that, I've got a one star review on uh, Under the Lights, you know, and it said it was boring, nothing happened in it and stuff like that. It's like, okay, you know, but I was like, you know what, they read the book. So, 
And even in class, if you remember, I would, you know, say that Stephen King is like my favorite author, but there are people who do not like him, do not like his writing, no matter how many millions, how many movies, how many books, you know, not everybody likes Stephen King. So you have to, the, the hard part about the creative life and putting your, your stuff out there is dealing. You're opening yourself up to everybody. Yeah. And so... The reason I came up with this topic was because a couple days ago I posted a YouTube video about the new flavor of bubbler coming out and how I got like an exclusive look at it, whatever, before the rest of the world did. And I got this comment on that I, that I looked at a couple days ago and it said, why would bubbler do this for someone with 76 subscribers? And I don't, I don't respond to haters. I don't like it. At the end of the day, they are taking time out of their day to be negative towards me, so I don't really justify that. But I went to his profile and I looked at it because I wanted to see if it was someone I knew. And I didn't know him. They had been on for two years and they had 42 subscribers. So at that point, I was like, okay, it's probably just jealousy. I don't know. I don't know what it was. But it was just this random comment for someone I didn't know that just said like, why would they do this for you? What, what, like, what reason do you have for, for getting this like cool gig or whatever? And I heard this quote once and this, I try to just think about this whenever I see something negative on my stuff. And it says, if you don't have any haters, you're probably doing it wrong. And so to feel like, yeah, if like everybody likes what I'm doing, no, I never hear any criticism, never hear anybody say like, oh, I don't like this. Here's why. Then you're, you're probably doing it wrong. You're not reaching as big of a potential audience as you could reach something like that. My life died. Oh, well. Um, but that, that's something I try to think about when I, when I hear that, because there's also uh, a photographer that I've never met before, but I was informed that just does not like me for whatever reason. And I've never met him. I, I've never even heard of him before this person approached me and told me about it. But they just, they just think that they think that I think that I'm like the, I act like I'm the greatest ever or whatever. And so it's just interesting to me how you know, this world could always use less negativity and it could always use more positivity. And for two people that I had no idea existed until I heard about their their negative feelings towards me is such an interesting concept on, and especially in the creative world where we've talked about you're expressing yourself through your creativity. And sometimes that, that can hit home oh. and you think, like he's pretty much judging me like my work is is an exemplification of me and so i want to hear like your thoughts on on kind of how you deal with that and what well yeah the so first and foremost just to be honest when people put you down haters whatever it hurts and i know like if you follow gary v and stuff and he talks about you know some of that but honestly any of that stuff it, it hurts. It stings, you know, um, sometimes more than other times, you know, um, stuff like that. And knowing 
and sometimes that's a hard thing to process because you know nobody likes negativity at them. Nobody likes that. But yeah, people still do that. They do it in real life though too. Mm-hmm. And to a degree, um, you know, I have a one one star review. Um, you know, I have even as an educator and stuff, people have, you know, they give feedback uh, for classes and stuff like that. Um, not everybody likes everybody. Uh, it, it's a it's a hard concept um, to emotionally deal with because especially if you are producing things that do go out into the the whole world, social media for people to critique essentially. Yeah. Yeah, and anybody from anywhere, um, and the that's sometimes where I think the courage part comes into play, because we all know that we are setting ourselves up for any kind of reaction, and to a degree, it, it would be easier just not to have to deal with it. But then you don't get the opportunity to have a positive influence in somebody else's life. So there are people who look at your photography. There are people who read my work that we will never, ever, ever know about. But it made a difference. And, you know, the, when getting negative feedback or, or things like that, um, I guess to a degree, I'm old enough now, though, like I, I mentioned earlier, I'm just like, I get it. I'm sorry you didn't like it. Thanks for reading um you know things like that and uh there's no answer there's no answer i know gary v is all like just love him back and and stuff um you know but he's also he's he's got his own philosophy and how to handle things and, and stuff like that and i bet if we asked him no that those negative comments would he would actually say yeah that they sting you know but he's got to the point too to where he has his approach to it um and you know uh much more influential than i am or you are uh, with that um but i guess the best thing to do just like you do in real in real life is you know if uh, say thank you and then then move on it's always easier to hate on somebody and to look at what they're doing wrong than it is to appreciate something that they're doing right. And this brings up another another quote. I have a lot of quotes about haters, <laughs> but um, you will never be criticized by someone doing less or doing more than you. You will never be criticized by someone doing more, more than, than you. You yeah. will only be criticized by people doing less. In this case, this dude had 42 subscribers. I had 76. That puts neither of us on a pedestal. That is a <laughs> tiny amount by any stretch. But I have produced, I think I looked at it, I've produced more videos than he has. And he, I think he does like more reels and stuff. But his comment was not even about, you know, the video or or the production of it, maybe how I how I storyboarded the video. It was simply about why would someone with 76 subscribers get an opportunity like this? And so that's where it's easier for me to brush off is because I know that it comes from a place of probably just jealousy because it's it's not about anything I did or anything that 
that the video said or, or meant or whatever. It was simply the fact that I was a small creator and I got this opportunity. And so that was easy for me to just be able to brush off because yeah, maybe he doesn't have the courage to reach out to a brand and, and ask to work with them. So, well, see, that's what the social media presents our creative content as this is the thing I've done and then you forget. So if they have would have watched an earlier video, would have known that you simply stepped out and asked. Yep. And so that's one of the hard parts of why we can and sometimes get lots of negativity because all of a sudden it's just this one. It's like, oh, here's what's posted The context now. is lost. And oh, then don't understand any connection to other things or know that, you know, even in my sense, maybe I write a really bad sonnet or something, but I'm in the midst of a challenge to where, like, I have done my own personal challenges where I wrote 100 poems in 100 different forms. Those were not always great poems. Yeah, not every poem is yeah. going to be a banger so poem. So if you read just this one, you go, what the heck is that? Not knowing that this is connected to something that I am doing myself you know, and it creates a different image of what's going on, you know. And so the, I think to the degree, the way social media is, it allows that kind of feedback. Well, this sucks. And it'll be like, I know it does kind of because I'm trying to learn how to do this. Mm -hmm. But I'm going ahead and putting this out here for you all to criticize my, <laughs> <laughs> my first attempt at... At a, at a sonnet or something like, like that. Um, and I don't know. It's the hard. It is hard because we're all human. We're all works in progress. Um, real critical feedback and stuff like that is really good for us to grow. Comments that are just meant to, to that hurt are just us. straight hatred with no. Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to do about that? <laughs> am I supposed to just? What I guess I should just probably tell them I I don't want free bubbler anymore yeah. because I only have so, so yeah at the end of the day it's easier said than done but focusing on the positivity and, and appreciating the people that support you will get you a lot farther and get you to that next piece of content that next day versus glaring on the negative and wondering you know why doesn't this person like me end of the day not everyone's gonna like you that's not everyone's gonna like your stuff People love to hate, to criticize, all that. So just leave it as it is and focus on the positives and just keep yeah. creating at the end of the day. So we're here just trying to inspire anybody who's trying to step into the, and work on their creativity. And you know, at the end of the day, we all have our own stories and we'll continue to write them. And so with that, we're done with episode three of The Creative Moment, and I'm almost done with two bubblers. So <laughs> we will be back in two weeks with episode four. See you guys later.